Hey all, welcome to the podcast of, of course, they make me crazy. I'm April, and normally I am uh, accompanied by my little sister Amanda, but uh, she's not going to be on today. We got family in town, so she lives in Ohio, so she's got family in town, and um, she's not able to, to to jump on with me. So I'm flying solo today, and it's my uh, very first, of course, they make me crazy podcast on YouTube. Yeah, I finally decided to get with everybody else in the country and bring the uh, podcast on YouTube. So thank you so much for joining me for the very first episode on that. And if you've been listening on audio, you know, Google Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, um, you name it, we're probably on there. Thank you for joining me. Okay, so I want to touch on Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's situation. No, not the situation of him running for president, (laughs) which is crazy as shit, by the way. Now, you might not agree with me, and if you don't, then you should be on this podcast talking about that. (laughs) No, Uh, but we all have our opinions. No, this podcast is you know, about those of us living with people suffering from a mental illness, okay? So it's, it's a, about an escape from, from your life, or it's about more so a connection with people who are also dealing with situations like Kim is this week, okay? Uh, so, and it's also just about crazy family stories too. But I want to touch on this. Um, so obviously, Kanye has been going way off the deep end, having unusual behavior, even for himself. Um, and, you know, many of us are sitting back thinking, Shit, you know, uh, bellies get all tight and feeling and our shoulders creep up to our ears. And we're thinking, really, dude? I mean, honestly. And it's sad for me to see. It's really sad for me to see. And, you know, I, I hope that it's, if you know what Kim is dealing with, you know, it's probably sad for you too. I'm sure you're probably feeling the same kind of like stress and thinking, shoot. Um, and, and the reason I say that is, is because I know the pain that he's causing his family. I know it. And it, it's a pain that is not easily talked about. Um, and so, you know, last week, Kim came out with a statement, a lengthy statement on social media, and I'm just going to read it. So I'm going to look away from the camera for just a second. But, um, you know, she was asking for compassion and empathy for her family and touching on her husband's mental health issues and his health issues, including bipolar. Um, and if you've lived with someone or you're still living with someone who suffers from bipolar, uh, drug addiction, um, just, just really anything similar to that, any kind of other mental illness, then you know the pain that, that he's just causing to. And, and, and when this happens, um, they, they just go off, they go off the deep end. And this happens when they're not taking their medication correctly. Uh, when they're taking too much of it, when they're taking uh, or not taking it at all, um, and they think that they can handle uh, what's actually going inside, you know, what's going on inside of them, and then come to find out they can't, and it's everybody else's fault except for theirs. 
and the family members and the loved ones are the ones that kind of have to pick up that piece until they snap back into reality and realize how much harm they're causing. And listen, I don't want to say this for somebody who uh, suffers from bipolar, and I don't want to upset you and offend you and say you don't know what's going on in our lives because you are absolutely right. Um, I don't know what goes on. I just know that there's a lot of turmoil that goes on for everybody. And if I could stop it somehow or another, um, I certainly would. I certainly would because it has absolutely crushed my family. Um, and so I wanna continue with another statement that Kim said. Uh, she said his condition does not dis diminish or invalidate his dreams and his creative ideas, no matter how big or unattainable uh, they may feel to some. This is part of his genius, and we have all witnessed many of his dreams have come true. She's absolutely right, and that's how we know about him, right? Otherwise, we probably wouldn't. Um, and she goes on to say that we as a society talk about giving grace to those um, to the issue on mental health as a whole. However, we should also give it to the individuals who are living with it in times when they need it most. And she is absolutely 100% right. Uh, and in a different statement, uh, this is the one, this is the statement that, that really got my heart. She said, I have never spoken publicly about how this has affected us at home because I am very protective of our children and Kanye's right to privacy when it comes to his health. Now, I'm so, I am just like, I almost dropped to my knees and cried when she said that because I was like, you know, that is, that is exactly what a lot of us do. Okay, y'all, so they have all the money in the world. We know that, right? Um, but for regular people like myself, like you, we don't have all the money in the world. And um, we don't have friends in high places. And it's even, it's even, I think, sometimes harder for us because we go to church, we hang out with friends, and we don't want to diminish what people think about them right? And we don't want to tell or feel like we're airing our dirty laundry when we're talking about a loved one of ours that we live with every single day who is, who may go off the deep end. We should talk about it. We should tell them that, but we don't. You know what I'm talking about, right? I mean, like, some of us are just too embarrassed to say anything. Even to our close friends, some of us are embarrassed to say anything. Um, and it's just, so I, I and, and we don't, we don't wanna make things worse. And she's just like the rest of us. She is, she might be sitting in a, in a multi-million dollar house with a, um, several cars and, and, you know, and, and the world at her hands, but she is just like us when it comes to dealing with this situation. And um, 
none of us just want to talk about it. And, and, it, it, and, and another reason we don't want to talk about it is, um, one, it's embarrassing. Um, and another reason is, is we don't want to cause any more turmoil in our loved ones' lives either, right? We don't want um, them to hear us talking about their situation to somebody. I mean, imagine, imagine walking in or being on the phone with a friend and your loved one walks in and they hear you talking about them. Could you, I mean, we don't want to, we don't want that to happen, right? Because they're suffering from mental anguish so much so that we don't want to cause them anymore. And we don't want to cause them to go off the deep end. And we know that uh, we could cause a huge, huge storm, huge storm in the house. And it could be an all night, couple of days, a week storm. And so what do we do? We hold it in, pretend everything is okay. Um, and it's not, it's not okay. And, and that's why, and listen, uh, you know, I, I lived with it for so long. Many of you already know that, you know, I grew up with a mother who suffered from bipolar, which is why I started this podcast and God, that woman, she could, she could have some episodes, some episodes. And one other thing Kim said that struck me and I don't have this one verbatim, but she said, our hands are tied in what we can do for Kanye. And she is 100 absolutely right, 100% rather, absolutely right. Um, you know, you can't unless they are um, threatening to someone or to themselves. So like one night, my mom, love her so much, but oh, man, she could, she could get us. So she just wandered out one night in the middle of the street. And you might've heard me talk about this already on another episode, because I can't remember all the antique stories that I've talked about, about my mom or not. But so she wandered out in the middle of the street, took too many meds, only wearing a nightgown, nothing else. And wandered out in the streets of Sandusky, Ohio. You're probably thinking, where the hell is Sandusky, Ohio? Well, it's like 45 minutes uh, east, no, west of, I don't know, around Cleveland, Ohio, okay? But what makes it popular is it has um, Cedar Point, Cedar Point uh, Amusement Park, which I think is one of the, is or one of the world's largest amusement parks in the world. So this was summertime and it's not a terrible little city. I mean, it's not dangerous, but it can get pretty dicey in the middle of the night when my mom was going out there because there are, are cars that, that cruise all night. So I mean, like you'll see the same cars just cruising, 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 and they're not, they're, you know what they're looking for. They're looking for like drugs. They're looking for a party. And mom just happened to be, you know, wandering in, in the, uh, the gist of some of it. Okay. And, uh, so she was having a party of one, <laughs> uh, la la land, you know, overtook her meds and she just wandered out the door. The police founder, thankfully, called us and whoop, I forgot to turn off my phone. Uh, called us and um, it was just an alert from CNN. 
but uh, called us and said, you know, hey, got her here, you know, brought her back home and all that good stuff. But what I'm trying to say is that, well, she could have been really hurt, but um, we could never really get her, I don't want to say, I don't like this word, like institutionalized, I guess. Um, and, there, and there really came a time where she needed to be. There was one time, one time. So one time she was addicted to, not one time, she's pretty much been addicted to Xanax for the majority of her life, but she was addicted to Xanax and her doctor wanted to, to wean her off of it because he wanted to try another treatment. And this was early on. So I was like, Oh God, I'm gonna go in mid forties now. So I was, I was literally, I think, a freshman, brand spanking new freshman in high school, and he wanted to try a different treatment. So, Amanda was just a little, a little spud at the time, and so she was probably mm, like five years old. So I think my mom decided that this doctor wanted to put her into a facility and i think my mom probably decided okay i'm gonna give it a try you know i have um three kids i have an amazing husband who loves me i especially have a little girl who is manda um, and she probably said i'll try it then we get her there and she accuses everybody of sending her to the funny farm okay and and it kind of was a funny farm i mean there was a lot of weirdness in there and uh but he wanted to do that so he could try a different treatment. Well, that, that didn't go down. Total epic fail. Uh, he tried the, the treatment, but then uh, ended up putting her back on that damn Xanax again. And then she eventually, then she got onto Klonopin, I think. So um, somehow or another, but, but mom's been addicted to Xanax and Klonopin. And if you've heard the other podcasts, she's been, she's been addicted to, to uh, some other things. There were two other times we were able to get her into a facility uh, for three days. And it was because she threatened to harm herself both times. And literally, I think it wasn't three days for one of them. I think she got out like a day early because there were no beds. There were no beds to hold as many people as they had. And literally she came out two middle fingers like sway and she's like, try it again, three times a charm. It ain't happening with me. You know, so you can't force anyone to get help if they don't want it. And, you know, I'm not saying that that's what we, we should be doing. I'm just saying that I think Kim felt that she was being questioned about how they're handling the Kanye situation. And you already know if you've been dealing with this, how hard it is. Um, and, uh, and if you don't, um, then now you do, right? Now you do. So she said, uh, uh, hold on, uh, there was something. Um, when she said, we also have to give grace to those of us who love and live with those people. I, I think she's right. It's not easy, but we need to give love and, and, and grace um, to people like us. No, she said, I want to give love and grace to the people who are suffering from the mental illness. Okay. Hello. Full day of work, getting a little tired. Um, but I think we need to give love and grace to us, to more of us. Um, 
and and we I want to build a community with you. I want to hear your stories. I want to hear your stories because I find them fascinating. Um, there is an episode. It's from two weeks ago with my girlfriend Tracy. She tells a story about her bipolar grandmother and um, uh, what she experienced living with her and the ups and the downs and how she coped with it, how she deals with it still today. And I would love for you to go and listen to that. But also, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I reached out to the National Alliance of Mental Illness to see if they would really, if they'd talk to me about this topic. And instead of giving me um, someone to talk to, because they said they didn't have anyone, uh, they said um, that they, well, they didn't say, they, they sent me a statement. I'm going to read it to you. It says, thanks for reaching out to National Alliance of Mental Illness. Unfortunately, we don't have anyone available for an interview, blah, blah, blah. But, quote, being the loved one of a person with mental illness can be extremely challenging. Oh, hell yeah, it can. On top of dealing with a complex health condition, they often face judgment, shame, and discrimination. We commend Kim Kardashian for her openness about the complexity and difficulty of her position and of the many, many more like her. Hallelujah. We at NAMI support uh, her during this trying time and encourage those in her and her family situation to seek support for themselves and their loved ones. And then they included, because I was like, okay, yeah, but what? So they included a program that they do called NAMI Family to Family. It's a course. And then they ended it by saying, you're not alone. So I was like, okay, let me check this out. So I popped on and I listened to the video. I clicked the link and uh, there were people on there talking about the family to family course. And I had not heard of this before. I wish I kind of had earlier on, but um, she, you know, there were people on there saying, you know, I didn't know how to handle their psychotic episodes until I joined this course and they and they said how scary it was and and how uh, the organization really helped them so I'm gonna put the link that I watched into the notes and that could possibly be a source for you to touch on um, and you know you guys looking back because my mom passed away three years ago so she's no longer here but um, looking back I wish I would have gotten help more you know, when it came to dealing with her. Um, and I think I could have given her more grace uh, when I was dealing with it. And my father, um, my stepfather, who, well, he's been with us since I've been seven, he is like the grace giver. I mean, that man, he just suffered so much. And I wish that uh, he would have had some more of like a, you know, a course to go to. And it's not too late, gosh, you know, and, and two, you can always reach out to me. Uh, of course, they make me crazy at gmail.com. Pop on our Instagram page. I have a phone number there. You can call, would love to talk with you, okay? Um, I'm easily accessible. But um, now, if you're like, yeah, I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna go on NAMI's website and da da da. So that's okay. We have uh, Dr. Casey Delmara. Uh, the founder of the Mental Health Hacker. If you uh, have been listening to our podcast, then you know she's been on a couple of times. 
She's going to be joining us next week. She's going to be joining us to talk about um, how to maneuver coping skills of maneuvering through their highs and their lows and really just giving us uh, some pointers into how to live with someone suffering from a mental illness. So I really hope that you join us next week for that. Uh, again, I'll put that link um, to uh, NAMI in the notes and you can always contact me. I hope that you share this with your friends. I hope that you subscribe and that you like. And uh, more importantly, I hope that you give me some feedback because I would love to know what you would like to hear about. Um, and uh, just any kind of feedback would be appreciated. All right, folks. See you next week. Thanks so much.